Welcome to Stella Roos Table, the podcast dedicated to life and everything that comes with it. Come on in and have a seat, grab your beverage of choice, and let's sit down at this table and have a chat. All righty, guys, before we get into mom files today, I have to warn you, our spotlight is acuteness overload. All right. I came across a channel. It is a couple of young ladies, the Darby girls. They are absolutely adorable. They are cute. They are fun. They are energetic. They do reviews on toys and games and foods. And I am so impressed that these young ladies have taking a piece of the world for themselves and niched it out to show you guys who they are. So what I want you guys to do is I want you to turn your children on to these young ladies. I now know what kind of things to buy for my granddaughters because of the fact that I'm watching these young ladies review certain toys and so and games. And so I'm just, you know, oh, my God, they I'm, I just can't. Uh, they're cute. I can't. I just cannot handle the cuteness. OK, <laughs> so what I want you guys to do is go over to the Darby girls on YouTube. And I want you to subscribe and share their videos, get them to 150,000, a million subscribers quick, fast and in a hurry because these girls are working hard and they deserve every bit of it. I am just like I'm, I'm, I'm overwhelmed with just how awesome these young ladies are. So I'm going to leave the links attached to the podcast today and you can actually go on to my Facebook page and see them on there as well. That's the Darby girls on YouTube. Check them out and get your kids to watch them. They're fun to watch. I'm telling you, get your, get your babies to watch them. Go check out the Darby girls today. All right. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good night. Whatever time of day it is where you are, I greet you with a big old Texas smile and a hug from afar. You have tuned in to Stella Ruth's Table, and this is the podcast dedicated to life and everything that comes along with it. So now you are part of our new segment, uh, Women Talking. So once a week, we're going to have what we call Mom Files. (laughs) And today is the first episode of the Mom Files. And so I have my good friend, Miss Yanni, back on with me again today. I'm just working her to death. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> so I have Miss Yanni back on today, and we are going to have some Mom Files talks. Mm-hmm. And so today, you're going to see the perspective from mothers collectively who have been a mother for. 30 years, 30 plus years. So we've been through all the stages. That's <laughs> all right. Of them. Every last one of them. Every so last one of them jokers. <laughs> right. So we're going to have some discussion about our journey as parents and what we do and what we did and what we would have done differently. You know, all of that kind of stuff. And we're going to have a little fun too. I have pre-warned my children. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, Don't, get get upset. Mm-hmm. Don't get mad because I know all the secrets. And the first <laughs> thing I'm going to tell you, you young people, young adults, uh, or even mothers, young mothers, anybody, treat your parents right because they know all your secrets. Mm-hmm. And we have cataloged every 
single story. <laughs> Got it filed away. So you have to remember that when you are choosing your words and your actions with your parents as an adult. I had to remind my children, I know every embarrassing story there is to me, <laughs> every one of you. So you might not want to mess with me. <laughs> so, right. And then I'll tell y'all a little some of the stuff my children used to do, which will make you understand a little better. So, <laughs> okay, so now Miss Yanni. Miss Yanni has three children. And they range from ages 20. She's getting ready to be 21, right? Yep, she'll be 21 in, in June. And then she has uh, uh, one that's 27. So that's the range. We got 20 to 27. Mm-hmm. Mine range from 27 to 32. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. my baby is 27. She's getting ready to be 28 in July. Mm-hmm. And my son, who's the oldest, just turned 32. And the middle baby is 31. So, okay. <laughs> so, and uh, two of those three have children of their own. Mm. And uh, we have, me and my husband, we have five children collectively. So okay. there are 12 grandchildren. These five. Well, actually, amongst the five plus one baby that I raised, plus, you know, we mm. have a goddaughter. You know, you got ch- children you claim. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, I got some of have, those too. <laughs> yeah, we have twelve children amongst all of these people. I mean, twelve grandchildren. So, mm-hmm. and the oldest out of the five is I want to say he just turned thirty four, thirty four or thirty five. I can't remember. Oh, wow. okay. So many of them, I can't keep up. <laughs> <laughs> My memory ain't as long as it used to be. <laughs> it's short. It's real short. <laughs> Okay, so now I'm going to pose this question to you, Miss Yanni. Okay. I posed this question to some people online, and I did not get any responses, really. I got like one or two, and I was shocked because as a parent, this is a question that you usually ask yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, But I'm thinking that it was probably because we really don't want to delve into this particular subject sometimes. Mm-hmm. So uh, now... Miss Yanni, when you were becoming a new mother, what was your one of your biggest fears uh, in being a parent? I wanted to make sure I was doing stuff right. There's no playbook. There's right. nothing to tell you what to do and what not to do. Right. When I first, I was clueless. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I was clueless. I had, you know, I had nieces. But mm-hmm. it's that's just not the same. My nieces come and go, you know, right. when it's time to go back home to their parents. So <clears throat> we had no idea what we were doing. Thank the Lord. That's all I can say. Thank the Lord for my parents and for his mom. Because if it wasn't for them, I don't know what would have happened to my son. I don't know what would have happened. I have to say that I actually had two big fears. Mm-hmm. The first one was, Am I doing everything right like you? Mm-hmm. Because I was such a young mom. I was a teenage mom. Mm-hmm. So I talking about clueless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had babysitted, but having my own baby, that was a whole nother situation. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So I think that was that was a big fear. And another really big fear for me was am I going to be able to provide for this baby? Mm-hmm. Am I going to be able to give him everything he needs? Mm-hmm. 
that was a huge fear for me because I was so young. Right. So of course I couldn't get no job working and making a whole lot of money. Right. So I had to depend on my mom for a lot. Mm-hmm. And my mom, <laughs> she she was she was that's your baby. You had him. You gonna raise him. Yeah. And so you know I I'm yes ma'am. And and she would she, you know financially of course she knew I couldn't do it by myself so she was there I thank God for her every day but my mom babysitting and all no Mm-mm. she didn't do that <laughs> your friends going out if you can't take him with you you can't go you ain't going simple as that <laughs> so I think those were those were my biggest fears as a parent mm-hmm. and and then when I had my second baby I was really crazy about it because I was like oh God. <laughs> It's two of them. Mm. It's two against them. <laughs> mm. How am I going to do right. this? <laughs> and it didn't help that their fathers were not present. Right. So I, I literally was like in this by myself, so to speak. Right. And, you know, and had it not been for my mom being there like she was, and had it not been for my grandmother, mm. thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would have been stuck raving mad because she was the one that would say, "Now, baby, this is what you do here." Mm-hmm. And she had a little rash. Don't put that on him. You right? This. You know, that's the kind of stuff she would do because she knew I didn't know what right. I was doing. Exactly. <laughs> I'm surprised that child survived. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so now the next thing is how. How did you handle certain stressful situations for you with your children, like disciplining them and stuff like that? And then what did you do then versus what you would do differently? Oh, wow. Well, I've modeled a lot of the discipline and stressors the way my parents handled it for me, which was, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of hollering and screaming. It was, you know, stern looks and a lot of times that's all it took, especially from my dad. (laughs) Um, And that's that's what I modeled it after. I I can probably count on two fingers how many times I've have gotten, you know, yelled at or or disciplined or whatever by my parents. And so I I just did the same thing for my children. Um, They they of course. You you think of, you know, spare the rod, spoil the child, but I guess my children are spoiled because I you know, I I I just took after what my parents did. And, you know, whether whether it was, you know, the the time out, you know, that really didn't work for me. So I didn't I didn't you know, mm-hmm. I I just explained to them once they realized the consequences of what whatever it is they were doing. And what mm-hmm. would happen, and that's that's the one thing I always was told. You know, if you say you're going to do something, you need to do it because otherwise, it's just going to fall on deaf ears as far as a child is concerned. And so, that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if I had, if I said, you know, I would try to redirect them. So I, I I took no out of my vocabulary, and instead of saying no, 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 don't do that, and I would just redirect them and say, oh, you know, let's go over here and do this or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. And um, as far as, you know, whoopings or whatever, mm-mm. I, I, I mm-hmm. it never had to get to that point because they were, you know, I had the look <laughs> that I would give them thanks to my dad. Um, and I would, the stern talking to, um, that's, that's, it, it's, it worked for us. That's what we did. 
Oh, okay. Okay. Well, see, for me, I patterned a lot after the way my grandmother, my mother, and all of them disciplined us. However, my mama was five feet of fury, okay? okay. (laughs) She's a little old short thumb, but she's crazy as crazy Mm. can be. And I was her only child, so there was no escape. (laughs) I couldn't blame nothing on Mm -hmm. nobody. (laughs) Wasn't nobody there for me, so if it happened, it had to be Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Even like with my stepfather, when she was was married, my stepfather did something. Oh, he lost the remote to the brand new TV that she had just Mm -hmm. bought. You know, back in the day, you didn't hardly have TVs with remote patrols. So it was brand Mm -hmm. new. It was a floor model, you know, the big yeah. console. With the wood on the side. <laughs> and I, yeah. And the our remote, you, you put it up to the TV and push it and it goes into the oh television. My God. So, you know, we was yeah. fancy girl. So my mom had just got this TV and she was so excited. And my stepdad lost mm. the remote. And wasn't nobody in the house mm. with me. I got in trouble for losing this remote. And I'm like, I didn't oh do this. <laughs> and my mom, not only did she spank me, because she said, I told you yeah. not to touch it. She put me on oh, punishment. Man. And my stepdad felt so bad that he took me off punishment early. But he never told her. <laughs> and mm. I didn't do it. Mm. You know where when we found the remote when him and her split up and me and her were cleaning oh, out the house goodness. I was 17. Are you kidding me? I kid you not. We found it in the attic because he called himself wow. hiding it from us. <laughs> so, but I patterned my my the way I discipline my children and handle certain situations mostly after that, but here was the difference. And we, you know, we talked about this last time, how, you know, your children are always bent on doing things so much different, Mm -hmm. so different from the way you did it. I was one of those. I was hell bent. I was not going to be like my mother. I wasn't going to handle certain situations like my mother. I wasn't going to be yelling and screaming and and coming at you before I even Mm -hmm. ask questions. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I did spank. And I, but, but only if it was absolutely okay. necessary. We didn't, we didn't do timeout. I didn't do that because I'm not going to give you time to sit over and there in that corner and yeah. think about yeah. what you're going to do next. <laughs> but we, I did spank, but like I said, it was not, it wasn't something that I just went to right. automatically. You had to have really done something bad to that point. for right. me to spank you because get to that point and so we we i talked to my kids i didn't do a whole lot of yelling and screaming i was like your daddy i would mm-hmm. give you a look and be like do you really want me to get with you right here right <laughs> now yeah i mean is that what you want and so you know like they one i had one child cut up in the store mm-hmm. one time and he never did it again because i looked at him and said so this is where you want this to happen he looked at me and said no <laughs> I mean, you want this to happen right here in front of all these people. Because <laughs> so, you clown you clown with me, I'm going to clown mm-hmm. with you right back. And so, and so you know, so I, that, that's how I kind of handle it. it. You know, honestly, I didn't spank mm-hmm. them a whole lot. They did get spanked, but I didn't mm-hmm. spank them a whole lot. It was always right. the last resort. But I can honestly say, because I was a woman 
a young woman raising mm-hmm. a young man. I was so hard on exactly. my son. And I honestly, I, if thinking back on it now, I probably would not have, if I, if I knew then mm-hmm. what I know now, I probably wouldn't have been as hard mm-hmm. on him. Because I wanted him right. to be tough. And so I didn't want exactly. people to run over him. So I was real hard on him. Like, I wouldn't let him cry. Mm-hmm. If he hurt himself, I would I'm not let him up. cry. Mm-hmm. And suck it up. He had a little thing he would say. He would say, I'm tough. I'm a boy. Oh, wow. I can take it. That was what I made him say whenever right. he wanted to cry. And then one time he did fall and hit his head pretty good. And I said, okay, it's okay. It's okay. And I said, I said, it's all right. Calm down. He said, I'm tough. I'm a boy. Then he just Aww. burst into tears and said, I can't take it. <laughs> and I looked at him and said, you can cry this time. You feel real. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I think he was about four years old. But yeah, if I'd have known then what I know now, I probably would not have been as hard on him. I was really, really hard. I was hard on him mm-hmm. than I was on the girls. I mm-hmm. can admit that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he was a boy and I wanted him to be a strong right. young man. I didn't want people to run over him. And he was, when I say girl, he was all boy. Wasn't no mistaken. He was yeah. He was forever climbing stuff, jumping oh, off stuff, getting in the stuff, swinging on <laughs> stuff. Hey, girl, it got so bad, I started having to go to different hospitals around the city because I didn't want them people to think I was using my baby. Wow. Because <laughs> we was in the emergency all the time. The, the last time we were in the emergency was because he decided that he wanted to be like James Stop Brown it. and he put a bunch of soap in the bottom of girl. It was <laughs> Singing, I feel good, girl. I was hollering. And then I heard him holler, and I took off upstairs. And he was a huge knot on his forehead. And he said, did I do the James Brown right? Oh, my goodness. Typical boy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. These people going to take me to
my daughter comes in. I'm try- I can't remember for the life of me how old they are. I, I want to say they're two years apart, like 22 months apart. So I want to say they were like mm-hmm. maybe two and four or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. And they they knew not to get in without, because I had to be there. I didn't want them in there by themselves. And so mm-hmm. my daughter comes, you know, the water's getting ready and everything. I'm telling them gather all their stuff. And she has these noodles in her hand. I'm like, what is going on? And I go in the bathroom <laughs> and my son is, I don't know how many even, pa- I, I, I'm sure he don't remember how many packs he put in there, but he remembers to this day doing this. There had to have been at least, I don't know, two or three packs of oodles and noodles because it was full. The, fr- the, the tub was full of oodles of noodles. Up full of mm-hmm. the flavor packets, and he's having a good time just eating them. And he had enough sense, I guess you could say, to have a fork, so he wasn't just scooping them out with his hand. So he had a fork, and he's eating the oodles and noodles out of the tub. And they, you know, it wasn't hot enough, so they weren't like done. But he didn't care. He just knew that he had done it, and he, him and his sister were hungry. And I guess they figured they were taking the pressure off of me. So I was like, I cannot believe. You just did that. And now, of course, this was at the time we didn't have internet or social media, none of that stuff, because I showed enough would have put it on <laughs> Facebook or YouTube or something. But I, I just, I, I, I couldn't even get upset. Like, I was just laughing so hard at what he had just, I was like, I cannot believe you just did this. Really? So, yeah, that, that that's my son. I'm I'm gonna tell you now. My middle child, my oldest daughter, she was pretty mm-hmm. tame, you know. So she didn't, you know, do a whole lot. She had to really be comfortable mm. with you to kind of cut up a little bit and this, mm-hmm. that, and the other. So she was pretty tame, so she didn't do a whole lot of stuff where we were like, "Did you just do that?" Because she was real, she was real uh-huh, careful, uh-huh. you know. She's one of the kind of kids. She didn't walk until she knew she could do. <laughs> oh, okay. Like we were sitting on the floor watching TV, and it was something on top of the TV mm. that she wanted. And she stood up, walked across the floor, picked it up, came mm. back, and sat down. And we, my mom, were both sitting here looking at the, her, going, "What walk across this floor?" <laughs> but you know, so she was pretty calm. So I would get my most of my mm-hmm. funny moments from mm-hmm. those other two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, my son. I, my favorite story to tell everybody because it was the scariest moment mm-hmm. of my life, but the funniest after it was mm-hmm. all said and done. My son was about 14, 15. Mm-hmm. He was about 15. And uh, he had called me and said he had got in trouble about something. And he mm-hmm. called me from school and he said, Hey, mom, uh, a friend of mine invited me to go to a game of hers. Can I go? And I said, No, because remember, you mm-hmm. just got in trouble. Oh, no, you can't go, and you need to come straight home after practice because mm-hmm. he played football. I think you can come straight home because we're going to church tonight. He said, okay, yes, ma'am. Now, I'm thinking, I'm just glad that he took the moment right. to ask right. if he could go because, you know, he had done some stuff before and took off and done some stuff, and I, Uh-oh. you know, <laughs> yeah. I was just glad that yeah. he had asked. So, about Usually he got home from football practice about five, mm-hmm. five thirty. He wasn't home. Six o'clock rolling down, roll around, mm-hmm. no break. 
Uh-oh. You know, seven, eight, nine. We didn't go to church because I don't know where he is. Seven, eight, roll around, no brain. Oh, I'm like, no. did this coach keep these kids this late? You know. <laughs> so I start calling around to his friends. Don't nobody know where he is. So I call one of the football players. He said, well, Miss Kemp, he, he don't play football with us no more. Wait, what? <laughs> Did you just say he don't play no more? Yeah. He got cut oh. from the team two weeks ago. What? So then I said, okay. So obviously he done done something he ain't yeah. got no doing. But I'm so, I'm so nervous because I don't know where he is that I'm putting that aside for now. So then I caught my daughter said, well, mama, this little girl been calling the house. You know, that was when call ID first got yeah. popular. And she said, mama, little girl, this little girl been calling the house. She said, uh, I, her, her number's on the phone. I said, oh, well, let's call her. <laughs> so we called. Little girl swore up and down. She didn't know where he was. She didn't, hadn't seen him, hadn't talked to him. I said, okay, a couple more hours go by. Uh-oh. No Brandon. We called a little girl again. No, ma'am, I haven't seen him. I just, I, I'm worried about him too. This is what mm-hmm. the little girl saying, man. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. <laughs> I said, okay, so now I'm I'm real scared. So I had to get in my car and go drive around yeah. looking for him. And I had to ask somebody I didn't want to ask to mm-hmm. come with me. Because <laughs> he was he one of them kind of people, if he do anything for you, who think you oh, owe him Lord, something. Oh, Lord, yes. <clears throat> you know, and owe him something by way of, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. male, female. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to ask yeah. this person. I don't have nobody else I can call right now. Because I couldn't call my mom. Mm-hmm. She was out of town. So I'm like, oh, God, I got to find my child. So we riding all over town looking for him. Couldn't find him. Went to school, went to everywhere we could think of. Couldn't find him. So finally I said, I guess I got to call the cops. So I didn't call the police and told my son Mm -hmm. is missing. My oldest man, he's only 15. You think he would have run away from home? I don't think so. But I need somebody to find him. (laughs) You know, so I'm thinking my baby done been jumped on. He laying in a ditch somewhere. Got to be. Because he ain't never took it this far, you know. Girl, around one o'clock in the Uh-oh. morning, there's a knock mm-hmm. at my door. <laughs> now, here was here was the biggest part. First of all, why are you knocking? You live here. <laughs> Lord have mercy. So I open the door. This is what I see. His T-shirt is literally ripped straight what? down the middle. He don't have on no shoes. He's got his glasses that I just paid two hundred fifty dollars for in his hand, bent all up. Uh-oh. So he walks in the door and says, "I got jumped, girl. I tried to kill him." I know you lied. <laughs> Are you serious? I snatched him and threw him <laughs> on the couch. I was like, "I forgot he was mine, y'all." I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot for a second that oh, that was my, my child. <laughs> So, girl, my daughter's like, Mama, that's Brandon. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, I get off of him. They're like, did you really jump on uh-huh. your child? This boy then took his shoes and threw them in a, in a field somewhere, torn his own shirt, 
picked up some dirt and rubbed it on his shirt to make it look like he had been and tossed broke around. His and then took his glasses and bent them up because he knew he was going to mm-hmm. be in trouble mm-hmm. when he got home. But here's the here's here's where I could not believe. Now teenagers do yeah. crazy stuff. But here's where I couldn't believe what he did. He had never ridden a bus a day in mm-hmm. his life. He gets on the bus to go cross town <laughs> to see this little see this little girl. Remember the little girl I kept telling you kept telling us that she didn't know what she was. Yeah, that little girl, same little girl, he went to go Mm -hmm. see her. And he rode the bus with a friend of his. Mm -hmm. Now the friend told him, Hey, you better come on because I got a curfew. And I'm not your finna get in trouble. So if you don't come get on the bus with me now, I'm gonna leave Mm -hmm. you. That's exactly what happened. So his friend left him there so he could make his Mm -hmm. curfew. He didn't know how to catch the bus back. Because he was on the other side of town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the bus driver, he thought if he caught the bus on this particular street, <laughs> that it would just go straight down to our house. <laughs> so the bus driver, after riding around for a little while, he was like getting ready to go to the yeah. station. And he's like, son, why are you still, why are you trying to go? You're still on the bus? <laughs> You've been on this bus a long time. <laughs> Hey, none of the stop show stops. Do you know? Do you have somewhere to go? Mm-hmm. He said, "Well, I thought you were gonna go straight down this street oh, where I live." And so the bus driver was nice enough to give him a ride home. Mm-hmm. He said, "Let me let me clock out, and then I'll give you a ride home." He said, "But your mama gonna kill mm-hmm. you." He knew. He knew. <laughs> and so I'm sitting here thinking, "You have never ridden a mm-hmm. bus." A day in your life. It's bad enough you went even after I told you you couldn't yeah. go. But then you gonna catch a bus and know you don't know how to get Lord back. Lord have mercy. And gonna let your friend get back on the bus and go home without you. <laughs> left out in the dark, basically. Literally. Girl, if I tell you <laughs> I want to jump, I want to jump the life out that child. <laughs> But see, and my mom asked me one day, would you have handled it the same way? And I said, absolutely. Because people don't understand, and you can help me out if it tell me if Mm -hmm. I'm not right, if Mm -hmm. I'm wrong. People don't understand is when your child is not in your sight, you are always in a state of worry. Always. Always. You're always wondering if they're Mm -hmm. okay. And when they don't show up at a certain place at a, at a certain time, yeah. <clears throat> every, every bad thing you could think of rolled through your you brain. <laughs> every bad yep. thing that you could think yep. of rolled through your brain. And people don't get nope. that. And, 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 you know, your children don't no, get that. of course not. You know, and I had to, like, explain to my daughter-in-law once, and this was a trip. We were, we were just having a general conversation. Mm-hmm. And she was telling us how, you know, her mom was so strict and this, that, and the other. And then she was like, when she was about 13, 12, 13 years old, she snuck out Mm -hmm. the house. And when she came back, she came back at like two o'clock in the morning and her mom came flying at her, punching her. (laughs) And I told her, do you have any idea Hmm. what could happen to a 13-year-old girl in the middle of the night? I said, do you know why your mama came flying at you? 
I said, because at that precise moment, she was relieved you were okay. Yeah. But she was so mad because all she kept thinking about is what, what could have happened. happened. Yep. She wasn't flying at you because she just wanted to beat up on you. <laughs> I said, she was thinking at that precise moment, do you have any idea what could have mm-hmm. happened to you? Mm. And then you done made her, you done sent her through fear. What did Claire Huxley used to say? Fear, <laughs> fear, rage, confusion, and now fury. Mm. <laughs> you done sent me through all these emotions. Wow. In one Wow. <laughs> now that I know you okay, I'm so mad I can yep. choke you. You know? Mm-hmm. And so people don't, and people don't get it. They don't understand that when you are a parent they're part of you that person came out of your body Mm -hmm. so you see yourself in them in ways that they could never understand exactly but you feel responsible for them for the rest of their life that worry never stops it never does ever it never stops even when they're adults it never stops and, and I have to tell, I used to have to tell my daughters all the time when they were dating, thank God, that now both of them like have somebody that they go. But <laughs> <laughs> when they were dating and stuff, they would get upset with me because they're adults and be like, mama, you don't have to know everything because I'd ask them, well, who are you going yeah. out with? What you yeah. doing? You know? And they were like, mama, you just being nosy. I said, first of all, let me explain. <laughs> I could care less about your yeah. business. I'm being real. I don't care. And a lot of stuff I really don't want to know because I don't want to know all the innocence that left yeah, your body. <laughs> yeah. Real on that way. But I want to know who you're with. Right. You come up missing. You I know, know where to, to look go. for. Right. <laughs> you were the last person to my child. Where is it? <laughs> I said, and, and they couldn't get that. They didn't understand that, you know. And she, they thought I just wanted to be in their business. Uh-huh. No. Nope. Trust me, no, I did not. I could care less. <laughs> as, long as, as long as they ain't going upside your head, I'm right. fine. And like I said, I don't want to know about all the innocence that you have lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> First time I heard one of my cuss, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> thought they were pure and innocent. I was like, oh my God. My daughter would no, never say anything like that. Oh my Lord. Now, now tell tell me one one thing that your children hate that you do. They get like thoroughly embarrassed when they when you do it. When we go out, even to this day, <clears throat> when we go out. And I, it's two things. If I see some, like if we go into the store and, and it's so funny, oh my goodness, I'm, I have turned into my parents to the point that I can't even deny it anymore. But <laughs> when we go out to the store, they're like, oh, mom, please, do you have to stop and talk to everybody? And I'm, I'm, I'm friendly. So if I, I mean, I'll speak to anybody. I don't care, you know, what you look like, what you smell like, whatever. I, I'll speak. <clears throat> but if I see somebody I know, mm-mm. ain't no guarantees <laughs> of when we gonna get out of here. Okay, Especially of this little town where we live, you can, you're liable to see anybody in the store at any given time. Right. <laughs> so mm-hmm. my daughters and I have gotten accustomed to what we call our midnight Walmart run. 
And even still, uh-huh. we'll see somebody in Walmart at one o'clock in the morning. Like it's not, you know. So then they're like, you know, come on, mom, we don't let's we don't have to do that. We don't have to do that. And other thing that we do that I that I do personally that embarrasses the snot out of my children is I'll bring back all the old school dances and like, Ma, come on, come on, not and I don't have no problem doing it. And that embarrasses them so much. And it's I can just I can vividly remember my parents doing <clears throat> both of those that would embarrass me so much and the fact that I'm doing it now and and take great pride in doing it now. It's just yeah, I'm just it's so funny to me right now. But yeah. uh, girl, and see this this is how parallel we are. Let me tell you, my children. Okay, so me and my children, we have a really unique relationship because mm-hmm. we're really close. Mm-hmm. You know, we are we're really close. I used to get down in the floor and play with them. And it's, I tell people, we I grew up with them. I was young. Yeah. So I had to, I wanted to have an open relationship. I didn't want their their relationship with me to be like mine was with my right. mom. I, my mom would say I could talk to her about anything, but I, could, I couldn't. Mm. No, I could not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and so they get embarrassed. Girl, let me tell you why they get, they get embarrassed at a few things with me. When they were teenagers, I didn't know this at the time. They went to see, you remember when the cartoon movie Tarzan came out? Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> they went to see the movie. And then they decided that they wanted me to take them. And I didn't know that they had already seen it. Mm-hmm. These boys was taking bets oh. on, on when I was gonna start crying in the movie. <laughs> because I'm I'm sensitive, yeah. okay? Yeah. And I will cry in a yeah. movie. It doesn't it could be a cartoon, motion picture, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, I'm very emotional. Right. And so they were taking bets on when I was gonna That's cry. That's so in funny. The movie. That is so funny. And I was wondering why they kept looking uh-huh. at me. They didn't they were all adults mm-hmm. that they did mm-hmm. this. And they would do this with a lot of different movies. Aww. I didn't know that. <laughs> so <laughs> they get embarrassed because they say, I'll sit up in a cartoon mi- movie and be bawling. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd be like, there she go. Here she go. Five, four, <laughs> three. Lord have mercy. When they realized that I would do that, they would start taking bets on when I was going to That's cry. so funny. And apparently the youngest one won most of the time. <laughs> and so then the other thing is like when we go to the store, we used to do midnight Walmart mm-hmm. runs too. But since I married my husband, he won't let me do that no more. <laughs> <laughs> but when we go to the store together, I have a habit <laughs> of putting stuff in my bosom. <laughs> So when we would go to the store, it would drive them crazy because I always wanted to try to give the exact change. Amount. Right. And I would be digging in my bosom for change. Lord have mercy. <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. They hated it. Mm-hmm. And Rachel would be like, Mom, here, I got a dollar. I'm like, no, I, I got change it right here. Change, right. <laughs> Why are you sticking in your bosom, Mom? You have a watch. <laughs> is it is it, is it is it wrong that I don't have no problem with what you just said? <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Exactly. And that I'm telling you. And then I I'm like you. I get to dancing. <laughs> and it drives them crazy because I'm out here dancing and oh here she comes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If someone will come on that I know and I'll be in the aisles dancing and singing. Don't have any problem with it. And they be like, oh, oh, Lord. But see, here's the issue. The older two mm-hmm. get embarrassed. The baby girl will join in with see? me. <laughs> Lord have mercy. And then, and then it got to the point. And then we have we have duet moments. We get in trouble a lot because uh-huh. we have duet moments, me and all of the children. Mm-hmm. It'll be a song that we used to sing together or something all the time. Mm. And we'll burst out and start singing and forget that other people are around. <laughs> Girl, we... Lord have mercy. Y'all sound like y'all are real funny. I'm telling you. <laughs> we are. We are. And, and here's the thing. I embarrass my children often and I don't care <laughs> and it's okay actually, and it is at literally I, okay I actually enjoy it sometimes because mm-hmm. I explain to them do you know how many embarrassing moments I've had with you people in the store come on now I just got to tell us and talking about embarrassing moments this is embarrassing and funny now but embarrassing and super scary at the time my do- my oh, middle okay. daughter at the time was oh my goodness she was i think i told you before she was she was walking and running way before she should have been and so uh-huh. the fact that she was doing this at a year old um mm-hmm. is you know it's it's just very common to what she does but she okay. she we were in a video store and this tell, this tell you how long ago this was it was a blockbuster video Mm-hmm. Um, and it was in Indiana. So we, we were visiting my parents and we had to have been there for like the, um, one of the holidays, I don't know, Christmas or Thanksgiving, <clears throat> but we were all, uh-huh. you know, all the cousins were in town and we're at the video store. I'm at the front of the store. Now my daughter has always been very, um, independent still is. And so she would wander off and do her thing inside a little tiny video store. I didn't have a problem with letting her go. So she did it. Right. And Next thing I know, I'm up at the cash register paying. Next thing I know, I see the cashier. She's looking white as a ghost and her eyes are big as saucers and she's looking toward the back of the store. I'm like, what in the world? I look back. I see my little tiny one-year-old baby had scaled the walls of the video racks and she is all the way at the top. Like oh past all the movies, just all the way at the top, almost touching the ceiling. Now, in that instant, I'm like, okay, I can't scream and holler her name because then she's gonna get scared. I can't, you know, mm-hmm. what what is this? So I'm, you know, okay, let me get get my composure. So I quickly and purposely, purposefully walk toward the back where she is, and I calmly called her name. <laughs> I was like, come on down here, baby. What are you doing up there? And she looked at it and thought it was a fun. She thought it was just the funniest thing. She really did. And, and she was probably yeah, laughing, like, "What's wrong? Yeah, like, what's wrong? What's the problem?" So she, as, as easily as she got up, she easily climbed right back down and, and jumped into my arms and thought it was the funniest thing. And this same little girl did the same thing, similar in a in a pool, knowing she couldn't bit more swim. I know, babies, you know, it's the natural 
what is it like they it's their natural instinct that they could flap once they get in the water or whatever yeah. but i wasn't trying to mm-hmm. find that out and yeah, she around the same age around because my son was you know around three so she was around one years old and we're walking we're in the, we lived in california at the time and i used to always tell them you know because they wanted to go swimming constantly so I used to always tell them, you know, at the time it seemed like it was warm, but I used to tell them it has to be at least 75 degrees. Lord. Yeah. So um, they were like, assume they would keep their eye on that thermometer. Okay, it's 75 degrees. And so they would get in the pool and, you know, I would have, I would be okay with it. We'd be sitting there. My daughter or her anemic self would be lips blue chattering. She don't care. She's in the pool. And so this one particular day, we're walking past the pool to get, we were living in apartments at the time. We're walking past the pool to get to our parking space to get to, you know, where we live. Uh-huh. This child decided she wanted to go swimming, so she jumped in the pool. <gasps> oh, and so again, this, this no fear, independence, like, you know, this literally her to this day. But it's just mm-hmm. the things that come with parenting that you just never, ever, ever Oh my lord! My son, we used to have to put the floaties on him before we got out the yeah, car. Yeah, because he would take off running and just jump in just like mm-hmm. that, and thought it was okay. And be just laughing, and and I'd be over there with my picking my heart up out of my behind. <laughs> <laughs> just drop. Right. I'm like, oh my god. I mean, that, that's what I said. People don't understand. Yeah. There are no manuals. Nope. There is not a book that you can read that's gonna tell you how to deal with these people and all they different personalities. They they write books all day. You might don't don't waste your money. No, no indeed. <laughs> no, indeed. do not waste your money. Send that on something else <laughs> because. This book ain't gonna tell you how to deal with a kid with these kind of personalities exactly. and how to deal with a kid that's this adventurous. My granddaughter is two years old, one of them. Mm. She thinks she's 10 feet tall and bulletproof. <laughs> she takes dives off everything. Mm. No fear mm. at all. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. no fear at all. Not, no, uh, nothing saying, hey, I'm- maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe I shouldn't do this. Ain't nobody here to catch me. None of that. I'm gone. Bam. Here we go. Mm, mm, mm. I, you, know? Yep. <laughs> you know, so it, it, people, it, I, I tell all these young mothers, there's no perfect way. Yeah. Do the best you can. Mm-hmm. And don't be so uptight about every little bitty thing. I remember when my grandson was born, the first one. Mm. He was so he was he had such so much personality. He was so much like my son. It was ridiculous. Mm. So he was about a year old. They were staying with my mom, mm. <laughs> mm. and both of them decided that they were going to lay down and take a nap. Mm-hmm. Well, they laid him in between them and didn't think to make sure he was asleep first. Right. So both of them then fell asleep. And he not bit mostly. <laughs> he even got up and went on about his business. He in the house having him a good old time. He done put one end of the toilet paper in the toilet and flushed and watching it come off the road. Then he goes into the kitchen uh-huh. where my mother was repainting mm-hmm. and decides to paint himself. 
Lord have mercy. So they get up and he is covered in white paint. Mm-mm. And they take this picture and they send it to me and they like, oh my God, I'm going to spank his butt. I said, why? <laughs> I said, why? Because y'all was asleep. Y'all was y'all y'all fell asleep on the job. Right. He felt like the pain is there. Let me paint myself. And that's it. <laughs> What's the problem? <laughs> and I laughed so hard and my son was so mad at me. He why are you laughing? I said, because it's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, because it's funny and because it's called karma. Yep. <laughs> Every mother prays that you have a child just like you. Yep. <laughs> And that boy is just like you. That's so funny. I used to catch my son under the kitchen cabinets mm-hmm. playing with the pots of <laughs> We went looking for him one day and we could hear him, but we couldn't, you couldn't see, see him. him. Lord have mercy. So we were looking like, where is this little boy? Mm-hmm. Finally got in the kitchen, got up under the cabinet. His whole face red. He didn't ate a whole carton of strawberries. Oh. But he's hiding under the cabinet. So we didn't see him. Oh, have mercy. <laughs> we wanted to see him eating the strawberries. Girl, these kids. <laughs> oh, my goodness. These kids. I'm going to tell you. Okay. So we're going to talk about uh, one deep secret of one of our children. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well, she she gonna have a fit, but I don't care. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you two <laughs> about the same kid, okay? Uh oh. When my youngest daughter was five years old, mm-hmm. my son and my oldest daughter convinced her that she was from another planet. Oh, me. And that. <laughs> Her people was coming to get her. So they had to cut the light on on the porch so the people know where to come. They can find her. (laughs) Yeah. They said, Mama was just taking care of you while they'd go find another planet to live on. Lord have mercy. (laughs) So she kept telling them she didn't believe. Mama believe you. I don't believe you. Y'all not telling the truth. I don't believe you. That she fine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So then my son gets up and goes over to to the door and cuts the porch light on. Mm-hmm. We thinking that she because she done told him she don't believe him so I'm in the kitchen minding my business. Yeah. I ain't thinking nothing else about it. About five minutes later I hear her just sobbing and weeping. Aww. And I go, I said, girl, what's wrong with you? I don't want to go back to my home planet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I want to stay here with you. You are my mommy. Girl, I felt so bad. I was just hugging her, but I was dying laughing because they had this baby convinced she was from another planet. Lord have mercy. I think I think our children are, are one and the same because my, my older two literally did that to my daughter. So that's that look, that's my big secret. They literally, they literally did that to my youngest daughter. And for her to find out that it wasn't that was like the happiest day of her life <laughs> with your babies oh my goodness what see what killed it was she didn't believe them until my son cut the light on on the porch <laughs> that was the kicker that was the kicker he like i gotta go cut the light on so they can they can find you i sure hate to see you go but, yeah. <laughs> and he was 
was like nine. So he's talking about, I hate to see you go because you've been a good little sister. But they said it's time. It's so funny. I was like, oh my God. My kids didn't take and, it that far. I know. But and see, here's, the, here's the next same kid mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. She's 16. Mm-hmm. Horribly afraid of bugs, mm-hmm. especially if they fly. Oh, Lord. She has like a real phobia. We didn't find that out until way later on. We just thought she was just scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a real phobia of bugs, especially if they fly. Right. So in Texas, in the summertime, you see water bugs a lot. Come on now. You know, oh. great big flying yeah. cockroach. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm in my bedroom. I done worked a double shift, mm-hmm. right? I'm in my bedroom. Door closed, windows closed, got my little mask on my face. I'm knocked out sleep. Mm-hmm. Got my fan blowing. Finally got into a deep sleep. Nobody's in the house but me and her now. Yeah. Because you know the older children that was already gone. You right. know, my son was in the Navy and the oldest daughter was in college. So I'm sitting there in my bed sleep. Girl, all of a sudden, I hear this hollering and screaming. Oh, my God. Ah, ah. I said, I jumped now. I jumped out the bed because I'm thinking somebody done broke in the house mm-hmm. on my baby. Mm. I keep a baseball bat by my bed Uh-oh. then. Uh-oh. So I done picked up the baseball bat and tore up the fan because it was one of them oscillating fans. Oh, my goodness. Whoever this is about to get the business. <laughs> they about to pay. I ain't got no clothes on. They about to see everything. <laughs> and they about to get beat up. Mm-mm. So I jump up and head to the door. She come flying in my bedroom. It's okay, mama. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my life flashed before my eyes. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my goodness. What happened? It was a it was a water bug up on the ceiling and it flew at me. Girl, if I tell you I want to choke. <laughs> Lord have mercy. You done sat here and made me think somebody was trying to kill you. <laughs> and it was a water bug. And she on the floor, like really clasping her chest, Aww. like her heart. I was beating her hundred miles a minute. <laughs> She was scared to death. Mm, mm, yeah. <laughs> I, I was so mad. I took get out of my room. <laughs> and then I lay, then I laid in the bed and when she shut the door, I just bust out laughing. Okay, so now tell me one of your children's deep secret. Well <laughs> so, so other than the, the commonality that we have with our groups of children, I promise you. Maybe they saw an episode of something and, and they decided to pull it on their on their small on their younger sister. I, I'm guessing because but anyway, um also for my youngest daughter, poor thing, the youngest always get it. I know, right? <laughs> she um she believed I don't I'm trying to think how old she was when she found out that Santa was not real. And oh, Lord. She to this day it still hurts her to her heart the way that she found out. But my my older two they would just like they would they would just be dying laughing because she would take things so serious. She would mm-hmm. you know get the cookies made and and put the milk out for them and write letters and do this and do that. And the day that she found mm-hmm. out that it wasn't real, I mean, she was you could see like written all over her face how heartbroken she was. And the fact that 
she took it so so poorly especially my son he was just running around laughing and joking nah, 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 nah. like he thought it was the funniest thing and like she's it's a secret because because like like I said to this day how embarrassed she is and how how hurt she was to find out the truth she was like please mama don't tell no let don't let anybody find out that I you know that's how I found out and 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 I because I, I, I think the problem was she believed so far into you know it wasn't like six seven eight years she was like 10 or 11 maybe even 12 years old and oh, my son just thought it was so funny because she was just writing all these letters and waiting to hear, you know. Um, mm-hmm. One night she swore she heard the the antler or the what do you call it the reindeer hoof on the on the ste- on the ceiling of the house and it, mm-hmm. yeah. So my son he just would not let her live it down even even to this day and you know whatever. It's like he knows how to push <laughs> her buttons, and I would always tell her. If you stop giving him, you know, the satisfaction of knowing that he has pushed your buttons, he was he's gonna he'll stop. He but he's just a right. typical big brother, um, and pushing her buttons and she's letting him do it. And yeah, so it was just to this day, if she finds out that people know how long it is that she believed in Santa, she just would like oh. hide herself and cringe and yeah, yeah, poor thing. Oh, that poor baby, poor baby. You have been listening to the first part of the Mom Files on Stella Ruth's Table, um, which is part of our Women Talking series. I thank you guys so very much for tuning in and listening to us and just having a little fun. I know this one is a little bit, you know, unstructured, but it's just having fun and telling some stories about life. And we are enjoying it. Now, don't forget, if you want to interact with me or contact me in any way, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Stella Ruth's Table. You can also find me on Twitter at Ruth underscore table, or you can send an email to Table at gmail.com. And thank you again for listening. The second part of this, because we talked a while, the second part of this will be posted soon. And don't forget to check out the Darby Girls on YouTube. So I appreciate you guys. I thank you so much. As always, I love you, love you, love you. Live life, laugh often, and eat some good food while you're doing it. Y'all get you guys have a blessed rest of your day. <laughs>